For all your financial needs, this is Money Talks. We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Michael Griffin and DJ Barker, and we've been talking about all the fun stuff that all good know, things. That the market, oh, all I mean, good absolutely. things. Yeah, yeah. markets. Um, Financial Returns, markets, yeah, ups and downs. Exciting. I even swerved into some statistics a minute ago, and Kelly Lynn started sweating. Kelly Lynn, yes, sir. What are we going to talk about now? <laughs> not gonna, statistics. No, anything. not statistics. Okay. We we got a couple of investors this week: Eleanor and Sullivan, seventy-two and seventy-three. Um, Sullivan started his RMDs last year as he was able to wait until age 72. Eleanor is 72, so her RMD will begin at 73, they think. So we know the SECURE Act increased all these ages, and they changed a lot with RMDs. Um, can we get like a little rundown of the rules of like what actually changed? Oh, man, oh, oh man, we can. can we? It's, uh, <laughs> you, thought, you thought statistics and Troy was exciting. We are. Gonna, I did. Me yeah. and DJ are about to be riveting. Um, <laughs> well, it, it is important stuff, though, right? It, it is important. Is. It is. And, and what they tried to do uh, was try to make it as confusing as absolutely possible. Yeah. They're, they're uh, keeping when they business, updated okay? this. It's good. Some of it, not so much. Yeah. No, but they, they tried. I mean, you know, we used but to. But some of these changes are really positives for, for the individual who holds mm-hmm. these accounts, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, so, you know, a required minimum distribution is uh, is something is a you have to take it out of your IRA or your retirement account when you reach a certain age. That age used to be 70 and a half. <laughs> then it went to 72. And now uh, they are they are correct. She doesn't have to take hers until 73 now. Yeah. Um, so that is a that is a factual statement. But that's only if you hadn't taken it by the time Prior 70 to. and a half or 72. If you've already started. Correct. Yeah, you you're rolling with it. If you started, you're rolling. <laughs> Great point, Troy. Great point. Yeah. RMD's got to start. They, gotta, they need those taxes, But if folks. you hadn't started, like yes. Michael said, it's 73, yeah. but that's a step schedule too, right? So if, if you don't turn 73 by a certain date. Yes. We have other yes. dates. And so it's 73 if you were born between 1951 and 1959, and then 1960 or later, you are not going to have to start taking your required minimum distribution until 75. How about that? That includes starting in until 2033. They the rules until yeah, exactly. 75 starting in 2033. Like so, it's just it's easy, folks. Oh yeah. All, all these dates, all the numbers, <laughs> it's great. It's so exciting. I'm sure by the time you get there. Whoever your custodian is usually starts. They're going to send letters, alarming you yes. or alerting letting you, you know that you this yes. is a requirement. I mean, yeah. one of, one of the good things is prior to this, um, there was a fifty percent tax if you didn't take it, right? Right. Yeah. So the Secure Act they also lowered Reduced that. So it. now it it's only twenty five percent of a tax. Only. So they they're giving you twenty five percent of your money back had you forgotten to take yeah. it anyway. They so. actually are, are pretty lenient with that most. They of the are, time, especially if it's your if first you, time. If you, you self report. They're lenient. If you yeah. do it and then and you get an audit, <laughs> yeah, you say goodbye because so it's fifty yeah. percent, and obviously all your other taxes. So yeah, that was one of the other changes too. But well, yes. the, the reason for the RMD, right? The government allows you to save this tax free, but for at many some years, point, mm-hmm. some point in the future, you're going to have to pay the tax. And the way it works is, as you take the money out of the account, it gets taxed yes. as if it's income, right? Correct. Yeah. Every dollar you pull is taxed at yeah. a state and federal level. Right. Unless you give it to charity. Unless you give it to charity. But you have to give it directly to charity, not take and, the money and then give it to charity. And it has right? to be a 
C3, C3 organization. Yeah. Right. It does. And uh, yes, you have to give it directly to the charity. Yeah. It goes you from your account from your to the charity, IRA not to, from your account to your bank to the charity. Right? Do y'all see that happen? Like, I mean, are you seeing that the clients actually use that? I do that all the time. We do oh, okay. Yeah. I, I, do, I do so much of that for okay. people. Um, what, what I do is... Um, is the client tells me the the charity we reach out to the charity we uh, get the information we mm-hmm. send uh, <laughs> we have a check cut made payable to the charity it actually comes here to mm-hmm. us we put a memo with the said check uh, tell them who it's from huh. and then ask them to send the client a uh, tax receipt for the check so then we confirm that the check is in received by the charity and cashed um, it's a, it's a really great uh, benefit you know if you are charitably inclined and you are right. RMDH and I want to add that you can still actually do the charitable uh, giving uh, at 70, 70 and a half. Um, so as long as you're 70 and a half, you can go ahead and do that. They have not changed that rule, even though they've raised the required hmm. minimum distribution age. Huh. So even if you don't have to take a required minimum distribution until 72 or 73, you can still gift to charity at 70 and a half well, if you, you can, wanted to. You could even do it earlier if you, you were to do not that, from right? the not from, IRA. Not okay. a QCD. Okay. Yeah, you gotta you've gotta, gotta be you've gotta be of RMD age to take the tax gotcha. benefit for the gifting. All right. So, but it's a great way to to alleviate some of that tax burden on you. Sure. Giving tax it directly to that. a huge part of yeah. financial planning, right? Absolutely. Yeah. It is right. a, a small you know joy that people get to do with. <laughs> they've small, got to get you know. The, the problem is that we have so many clients that are upset because they they're forced to take more money than maybe they need. Right. You know. Um, because then you have to pay the tax. Because you're paying the tax regardless yeah. if you spend it. Well, this is just a way that, you know, don't don't receive the money and then gift it to charity. If you gift it before you actually receive some money, you get the benefit. So sure. there, there's a little bit of... Yeah, the, uh, the client feels good. Yeah. The charity gets some money. They've been charitably inclined, and it, it works out well for everybody. Yeah. So there were other changes, though, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't we have... Um, isn't there a change related to if a spouse passes and gives their... Uh, their their beneficiary then receives it, right? So used to that, be that you would have. <laughs> there was a stretch. So you know, again, prior to if you were taking your required minimum distributions, your spouse could inherit that. They could either roll it into their IRA, use it as their own, or take their RMDs. Right? They mm-hmm. they have the choice, and a non-spouse could inherit the money and just stretch that over their lifetime. Right? They eliminated the stretch. Yeah. So the problem here is if but if you're really a non-spouse, only, right? Only for the non the non-spouse, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're a spouse, you can inherit that asset. It's in your name. Still you roll it still directly roll in your directly IRA, in the IRA and, and handle it like yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're non-spouse, um, yeah, the, it's you've got ten years to take the funds, ten right? Ten years, right? Um, unless they've already taken the RMD. So if they are requir- required minimum age, you know, you're you're probably going to be forced to take that money anyway. And right? it, so it'll over be on ten an annual years. basis if they've already taken the RMD, right? It isn't one time. It's going right. to be the, it's the year basis. after, yeah, after the year after the death of the, right. the person. But otherwise, uh, for the non-spouse, you get ten years, and it's not delegated as to which of those ten years, as long as it's taken out totally within 10 years am i right well yeah so this is going to be one of those you know technically you know if they're taking the rmd and they're they were taking rmds you're probably gonna to have to take the rmd if on, they had if, taken yeah. right if this is where financial planning is going to come into place this is, for I, I, your beneficiaries. I read this before we came in here, mm-hmm. and you've uh, yeah, I'm confused again. Yeah, it's so great. so essentially, what you're going to need <laughs> to do is you have you'll have ten years to spend the money. Right. Now, 
if you may or may not want to take the money, then great. That that's fantastic if you don't right. want to take it. But it may be beneficial to take it over ten years. Right. It's going to be an individual conversation as to what's best for you and your family. Mm-hmm. Right. Because again, the money is taxed. It's right? taxed, right? So and, and it could cause you to go over certain limits within. You know, mm-hmm. if you have income from other sources. Yeah. If you have a salary, this right. is going to be additional income received in those years. So, so let's think about it this way. So say, let's say, say we have somebody that inherits this money and they're 60 years old. Yep. So they have until 70 you know, to take this money out, right? Right. So maybe they're planning on working another five years and they're, they're in their highest earning years. So maybe we wait until they're not earning. They're not earning anymore and then take the RMD over, you know, and spread it over five years as opposed to just, you know, the whole 10. Yeah. So that it's, it's really a conversation strategies. of how best it's it works. Strategy. You got to deal with strategies. You, Absolutely. You have to think about, you know, the taxability of the, mm-hmm. of the money that you're going to get from that uh, bequest, the benefit that, that you've been left. But um, yeah, I mean, it could be that you leave it till the very last year and just take mm-hmm. it out. The size of the bequest is, is it's a gonna be, yeah. pretty significant it detail. Is. It is. Um, because if I mean, you leave it in there for 10 years, about. even if you get, even if you inherit yeah. a million dollars, say there's a million dollars in IRA and then, you know, the market goes up over the next yep. 10 years. It does well. I mean, you could you could have a $2 million that's true. IRA that you have to take out at, at yeah. that point. Boy, that's a terrible problem to have, huh? Well, <laughs> it's a substantial tax bill. That is true. More you money, know. more problems. That is. That is. <laughs> it's a substantial bill that you'll receive at the end, though. That's yeah. that's what you're trying to avoid. I think with a lot of our clients, they want to avoid taxes by standing by on an RMD. The problem is, if you hmm. wait too long, you're... Making your heirs are going to be paying the tax for you, right? So yeah. it is, you can always take more than the required minimum distribution. So maybe sometimes it, it may be worth, mm-hmm. hey, go on a yeah. great vacation. Well, Spend nothing, your money, enjoy it. And nothing says you have to spend it either, right? Right. You're just basically recharacterizing it. it from a tax uh, deferred account to a taxable account potentially. Correct. So, you know, it can still be invested. You can still do with it what you want. You don't have to spend it. But you do have to move take it. it and be taxed. That's right. Yeah. That's, that's the it. thing the government wants is their tax. All right. Coming up next, we're going to hit that uh, listener question mailbag. I've got two good, really good questions this week on um, what is it, the valuation model. Mm. And uh, we've got another one on student loans. So you're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products. 